You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's I Dream of Nini, the wedding after show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's I Dream of Nini, the wedding after show. You want a hot buddy? We want to work, bitch. You want a good buddy? You want another buddy? You better work, bitch. Bing is for doing, and welcome to the AfterBuzz TV After Show for I Dream of Nini, The Wedding. This is episode four, season one. Cancel the wedding. I'm Jake Dupree. <laughs> and I am Michelle Renee. <laughs> so let's get right into it. Let's hope they don't cancel the wedding, God forbid. Ruin the entire series. <laughs> So we see ne- we see Nini, Diana, Marlo, and Lexus go to lunch, and they're basically just trying to work out these issues between these ladies. And this, you want to get along? You want to get along? You want to get along? You better you work, better work bitch. bitch. That's right. <laughs> and I like that Nini said that Lexus and Marlo acted like nam fools in L.A. Like at that restaurant, they just looked crazy. But I'm glad they did act crazy because I liked it. I thought it was awesome TV. I, yeah, I don't like that she was like, um, she said that she didn't want to like choose sides, but to me it seemed like she was definitely taking Diana's, Diana's side, side yeah. and being like a little harsh on Marlo and Alexis. <laughs> and maybe it's because Marlo and Alexis obviously have each other and they're on the same side and she didn't want Nene, I mean, she didn't want Diana, um, to, feel Diana to feel ganged up on, but I don't know. I mean, I think she was too harsh on the other girls. Like, she needs to, you know, yeah, make Diana responsible. I mean, I, I like what Nini said that she was like, because Alexis was like, Diana, you wanted Greg and her to break up. Like, you were so happy when she was dating other people. Of course she's happy that Nini wants to date other people. That's, she's, because she's happy that her friend is happy. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like she's being, like, there's like a malice intent or something that she's like, I want Nini all to myself. Like, I genuinely don't think that Diana is like that. Yeah, like, I think that she probably was happy that her friend was around more, but I don't think that she would be like, I don't want her to like be with Greg or whatever. Like she just wanted Nene to be happy, and if Nene wanted to be divorced, cool, let her be divorced. Yeah, I mean, I think that happens in any breakup. You have people that are going to point out reasons why you should stay with your significant other uh-huh. versus people that are going to be on the other side of the coin and point out why you shouldn't. So it's just kind of seems like a difference of opinion. To me, I thought it was weird that Diana never said, like, Alexis was accusing her, like, I don't think that you were, I think you wanted her to yourself or uh-huh. whatever. And she never says, no, that's not the case. But she always turns it around and asks, like, a question to a question. And she's like, well, why do you feel that way? No, yeah. I need to know why she feels this way. Like, why don't you just try to defend yourself and say, no, I don't feel that way. This is how I feel. I it's, love Nini. I love Greg. She Instead gets, of asking. She gets defensive back with them. And it's like, don't get defensive. Just, like, defend yourself and that's yeah. it. Like, don't, you don't have to be, like, you know, like, be Well, why do tat. you feel this way? Yeah. Does it matter? No. It doesn't matter at all. You just state your opinion and then be like, well, you're wrong. Yeah. This is how I feel. And that's it. Like, you squash it. And then, but she... 
She's just like, they're all like low blowing each other. Like, mm. okay, like, let's see what we can pick them. Diana is a very weird arguer. She, yeah. She, her style of arguing she's is just off. I feel like she's too emotional or something. Too serious, yeah. too. Like, Marlo obviously, like, argues with her and picks fun at her at the same time, and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, when she said that she was, a, she looked That's, like a linebacker or a security guard. Okay, Jake, that you just. I just a little Freudian slip right there. Sorry. Oops. <laughs> That's really bad of me. I'm sorry. It's but okay. Marlo was like, you look like a security guard. And Nini, I love it. Nini was like, it's, it's funny. funny. It's I'm going to laugh. Yeah. And she does look like a security guard, though. She does. Like, the way she looks all serious all the time. And you said she used to, or like a bodyguard, maybe. Like Maybe that's what I was being. Said a linebacker. She, oh, my God. You said she used to do gymnastics. Or, no, no track, she was a track and field. Oh, track yeah. and field. She was an Olympic She's an Olympian, gymnast. yeah. Yeah, I mean, and so she does kind of have that masculine build to linebacker her. Linebacker shoulders. Yeah, she looks very powerful. Yeah. <laughs> and she's tall too, like just like Nini and Marlo. She has a hair slicked back sometimes. Was, yeah. It was it's so interesting seeing Nini, like I feel like her role in like all these shows is like referee. Yeah. Like, and I love that she was like, it's so ridiculous to see these child this childish behavior. And I'm like, Nini what used to be in that place where she would be childish and like angry and cuckoo crazy. But now she's like, This is so childish and I'm like above all this. But I like that she kind of I like that she's the mediator, but she's still funny at the same time yeah. with it. Like no, she I, has a good sense of humor. I totally wrote down the same thing. I'm like, why is Nini all of a sudden this like peacemaker? Yeah, and even mm-hmm. on Real Housewives of Atlanta, she's always the peacemaker, like trying to get everyone like in, on the same page. Yeah, but I think it's because she cares about the the project that she's involved with, and she wants it to go a certain way. And if it doesn't go that certain way, she's gonna be like pissed. Yeah, she has control over it. I think, and it's so interesting. Moving on to Real Housewives of Atlanta, seeing Portia come into the picture too, and that hair looks good on her. That's amazing. And her, but line, you know, she cut off all her hair. It was a wig. Oh, it was a never wig. Never mind. Just kidding. I found that out because she does it. She did it again. I saw on Instagram that she did another short hair day recently. Well, I'm pretty sure the, the long hair is a wig and the short hair is a wig. Well, so, yeah, like, yeah. We well, don't know what her real hair and looks I'm like. Okay with that. Like, I'm <laughs> so okay with that. And she has her own hairline now, like called Naked Hair. If you find her, like Twitter is like Go Naked Hair or something now. Oh. Yeah. So good for her. I Portia seemed a lot funnier. She seemed a lot, you know, more relaxed. Like she was enjoying herself, and she didn't have her in wedding ring on in the scene. So she didn't have that leash around her neck. That yeah, he had. so good like for her. I feel like he just tried to like silence her and like mm-hmm. make her this just like Stepford trophy wife. wife yeah. yeah, trophy wife. And I like what and Nini, you know, on that one on one with Andy Cohen, she was like, if if Portia was going to come back on the show with Cordell. I don't want her to be on the show. Yeah. She's like, it's just not fun. And it's like, we're not seeing the real Portia. She's like, Portia's funny. Portia's like crazy and says weird things. That's the Portia we want to see. Yeah. And that's the Portia we saw tonight at dinner. And I liked that. Good for her. You go, girl. And I like what Nini said. She was like, they were talking about Tiffany, of course, the wedding planner. And she said, what works for Portia does not work for Nini Leakes. And I was like, ooh. Is that a read a little bit? That's a little bit of a read. It's a read. Yeah. yeah. Shay. Mm-hmm. Shay. <laughs> and I like that. I, I mean, this is so weird about Tiffany. Like, why? I, I mean, I've done this before, too. I emailed it to you. I don't know how it, I don't know how it didn't show up to you. Like, if someone's like, I'm you so- never sent it to me. I'm like, oh, my God. I don't know why. Or if someone sent me an email, I'd be like, it must have gone in my, like, spam folder or something. I mean, that's what's. But what's weird about this whole wedding planner thing is, like, if she says she's sending emails, like, send them. Like, it just drives me crazy to think that this woman's being, like, shady, like, about her business. Mm-hmm. 
And she brings nothing to the meetings. Like, it's one thing to, like, send the emails. Okay, I sent this to you for your review. But at least, aren't you going to come to the meeting with... Bring a backup. With a backup. Bring a binder. An iPad, at least, so you can pull up the, like, you know, images you have on your computer. I mean, put it in, like, a manila folder and, like, let's bring it to the table. A trifold board. Yeah. But she had nothing with her. When she stormed out, all she had was, like, her bag. Oh, I just can't. It was so stupid. I'm just, like, done with that lady. And I like that... Uh, I, I, Portia was, I think Portia was genuinely shocked that she was not working out with Nene. Mm-hmm. And Portia made a good point. She was like, maybe she's offended you're so hands on. And I think that's the whole bottom line to this whole thing. I think that, that, like Nene said, Tiffany's used to brides that don't know exactly what they want. They just want an over the top wedding. And they're like, I'm going to hand it over to you and you're going to do whatever you yeah. want and give me something like what I want. Make my dreams come true. Nene's like, I need this to go my way. Like I said, she's all about the product that she does. And she's going to be like, I want it so super specific. And this woman's just like, I'll handle it. I'm great. I'm the bomb.com. Yeah. Like, no, you're not. Like, you're stupid. Like, that's so, that's, that's just not good business. If you're going to be a good businesswoman, come with like your best foot forward. If you're going to be presenting a bunch of stuff, like give her way too much. So she's overwhelmed. At least that, not, you know, really trust me. It's all coming together. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I feel bad for Tiffany just because, I mean, am I, am I moving too quickly? No, Are we go discussing ahead. Tiffany now? Okay. No. I mean, I feel bad for her because she obviously thought that she was going to like cuss at Nini and Nini just brought her right back down to earth real quick. I wrote that. I was like, this woman does not who, know who, who, who she's, she's coming for. To. Like the second that she said the F word to Nini, I was like, you are in for a and world I mean, of hurt. I mean, it's Nini Leaks first off, who's obviously going to go off on you, but. Also, if you're someone's wedding planner, you're supposed to be a professional. Like, you don't cuss them out. And the F-bomb, like, that's one of the, seri- like, more serious cuss words out there. It's just tacky. Yeah. I mean, like, I love I love a good F-word. I love when people say it. I think it's funny <laughs> as hell. But when people are in business doing business meetings, like, no, you don't say the F-word. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, t- Tiffany, to me, seems like... Because, okay, Portia says, whenever, you know, I told her about you, she was so excited to work with you. And so to me, it seems like there's something off as to why she's acting a certain way to Nini. And to me, it just seems like maybe she has something going on in her personal life. I don't know. It just seems to me like she's sad or depressed about something. And I'm thinking, like, is there something going on in her personal life that's, like, causing her to be so upset? I I think that's completely, I think that's probably exactly what it is. Because it's like, we all do that. Like, you know, if there's something, like, really serious going on. We start to lash out in other ways, yeah. and we back away from things that usually would be super important to us. And I feel like that's what her mind's just somewhere else. Yeah, and it, yeah, that's exactly. It just yeah. seems like her mind is somewhere else. And even with the like her lack of response times, or like her not getting things to Nini on time, maybe it's because she's dealing with another issue. Maybe I'm giving this lady way too much credit, and I mean. <laughs> giving her the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. But I don't know. To me, it just seems like she's not necessarily upset with Nini. It just seems like she is totally in her life. In her like, life, not. You know, being able to give Nini what she needs because she's dealing with other issues. Exactly. And all these excuses about being sick or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's excuses. It's too much of that. I think you're, I think, I think that's completely right. I wish that we could like talk to Tiffany. Talk to Tiffany. Talk to Tiffany. Well, guys, if you know what's going on in uh, wedding planner Tiffany's (laughs) life, let us know on iTunes. Go to iTunes and rate and comment our after show. Give us five stars or four stars. Leave a comment. Ask us a question. While you're there, you can also check out The Adventures of Serial Buddies, which is a film that was produced by the founders of AfterBuzz TV, Maria Menudos and Kevin Undergaro. It's a funny comedy. And you can also get it on Netflix, 
Where else? Blockbuster. Amazon. Amazon. You can stream it on Target, Google. Yeah. Yeah. Seven Eleven. So check that out. <laughs> Thanks. Awesome. And I like and I I like the date. This is like a short little scene that Nini said that the wait the dead the wedding date the deading wait. That's what I just said. <laughs> Great. I'm drunk. Sorry. Um, is on June 22nd, and, it's, and she said because it's their second chance at love. I think that's cute. I mean, it's kind of like she copied Kim. Oh wait, eleven, 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 eleven. Yeah. I mean, you don't get much better than that. Like that's a you know. That's amazing. I like little stuff like that, so but, that's cute. And then Kim's like, "Well, one is the new start of the da 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 whatever." Uh, and I just think June 22nd, like. It's second chance the, at love. It's a stretch. Yeah, it's probably like the one day that was available. Yeah. It's a stretch. <laughs> and also, when Kim made such a big deal out of her date, maybe we should just get married on a day that we... Yeah, and know. it looks like next week we see that they're having a little but, trouble, yeah. you know, with the wedding date, but that's okay. Uh, we'll move on to the we'll move on to the scene with Tiffany in, in a little bit, but first we see Marlo going with Nini to pick out wedding invitations. Mm-hmm. I love the lady was like, so where's the venue? Like, I want to get a feel. And Nini was like, I need to ask the person. And I was like, oh, Okay. I knew from that point on that Tiffany was supposed to be with them. I, I, didn't, I mean, like, I didn't realize that Tiffany was supposed to be with them. And then they brought up that Tiffany was supposed to be there with them. And I was just like, this is crazy. Like, lady, like, get your act together. Again, I think something is going on in her, in her life. personal life that she's just falling apart. And, like, late. She's got too many weddings to plan or something. My question is, what is the timeline here? And I've never been married. I've never planned a wedding, really. But when are you supposed to send out wedding invitations? It's, because It's supposed to be, like months before yeah like at least six months before four to six months before I think. you have to save the date then you have the wedding invitation and mm-hmm. this is like tomorrow yeah, yeah. three weeks <laughs> and they're not only getting wedding invitations but they're like plexiglass yeah like, plexiglass rhinestoned encrusted wedding invitations so was that even a real scene <sighs> or i mean maybe you never i mean you just <laughs> you never, never know, know with reality you never TV. know but i like i like that they're doing something kind of like over the top with the invitation too i mean it's like just for me for invitations i'm like just send a really cute you know paper one but well you missed it on real housewives of miami andre adriana sent a um evite for her wedding invitation so I guess it's like she is one she's a green individual. Yeah. She doesn't want to pollute the earth with a bunch one of one extreme or the other. <laughs> I don't think that's appropriate for a wedding. So no, much. sir. I'm like I just accidentally deleted your wedding invitation. Cool. All I right. never got it. Somehow it must have gotten yeah. into my, my spam, spam folder. folder. We yes. pulled a Tiffany on that one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I, I just think that I like that Marlo has kind of become this like creative director in her wedding, which we see she later gets the role of creative director for the wedding. Which she's like, so what is excited this? Like, about. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, really? Ooh. Creative director? Really? She's just happy to be getting a paycheck. <laughs> okay, can we discuss? I might be moving a little bit ahead, but... No, go ahead. Okay, maybe it's nice of Nini to offer her some compensation, like, you know, a, a small gift, a token of her appreciation, whatever. But I do not, th- I mean, especially considering that Marlo is already a bridesmaid, I don't think she should accept, like, you know, money. A paycheck. For, a paycheck. Like, I don't think she should be hired. <laughs> I think it's her duty as a bridesmaid to help her out here and there to go to wine but tastings I th- I with her. I think she's doing more than that. Like, she's actually, like helping organize it too so what like, is she this paying this here, tony this dude for i think he's there just to get everyone to get like get the the caterer and the people that are going to build things and you know all that stuff and she's going to be she's like the person that approves the image of it so that i don't when know nini can't be there she be there 
I mean, I guess that's a bridesmaid's job. Yeah, I mean, and I I think that, you know, Nini, I think a gift would be appropriate, an expensive gift that obviously Nini can afford. But I don't know. I think it's in poor taste for her to accept. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. But I also, I like that she's paying her, too. She's like, this is important to me, and I Mm -hmm. want you to take it seriously, too. So, that's good. Next up is this really scripted scene. Like, I have to knock it for a minute. It was Greg and Peter at the bar with these two friends who were like, these are my two friends. They're magically leaving. Now, Greg and I, we're going to talk about a prenup. And I was glad that this conversation came up because Peter said that him, that Cynthia and Peter have, have a prenup. prenup. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, I think that's really smart. He obviously drained her of the assets they made together outside of the prenup, <laughs> which makes me really sad for Cynthia. But I think it's cool that he was like, I signed it within, you know, a heartbeat. I didn't even think twice. I mean, I thought that was interesting that he said that. I was not, I would not expect him. I thought that he would put up a fight for that prenup, like not to sign it. But, you know, he didn't. So that's cool. But do you think, Nini brings up in like a little short segment, she's like, I think that the reason Greg doesn't want to sign a prenup because he thinks it is a bad thing. Like he thinks... She's already planning for the end. And we've seen this in other Real Housewives stuff and other reality shows, thinking like a prenup. You're already planning for the end. Mm-hmm. But at this day and age, I think it's so important for people to plan for the end because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, and life really happens. People change. Things happen. I just think it's a smart idea to do a prenup. I really do. This is so negative of me to say. I mean, I agree say with it. you that I think that, that it's a wonderful idea, but um, I personally think that ne- that Greg, and especially when he says later in the show, like, well, should I have gotten, did I miss out by not having you sign one 17 years ago? I think that he's a, and he makes a comment also to Peter, like, she brings home the loaf, but I have a few slices, as in she's the major the breadwinner, bread yeah. you know, but I still contribute a little bit. I think that Greg if they were to divorce again or whatever, realizes that for 17 years, he was the breadwinner. And when they divorced, like, she got his money. And now that she has all the money, I mean, I think that he feels like he would be entitled to some of her money. And that's why I think he doesn't want to sign a prenup. Yeah. And I I know that's bad. And I... That's not bad. I think that's the the entire argument. I think that's the entire, you know, their issue. I just think that that's... It's, I think he would want the money, and yeah. I think it's. I don't think it's about pride or him being afraid they're going to get divorced again. I honestly think that he would want, or he would think that he deserves some of Something. her coins, especially when he supported her for seventeen for so long for seventeen years. I mean, it does bring up the argument for me, like if he didn't ask her to sign a prenup way long, way long before, like seventeen years ago, why would she do it to him now? But I mean. And then on the other hand, it's like she's seen how he fights in court and like what mm-hmm. he demands, and like all, how he's going to be like ugly and stuff about it. So it, it's just like it's so tough to decide like what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. And like she says, they're in two totally different places. Yeah. Like now than they were before. I feel like there's it's so more convoluted now than it was then. There's, mm-hmm. you know, her brands, her image, her, you know, it's All just... All the appearances she does, yeah, everything. Yeah, it's just yeah. so much more on the line, even though I would argue that back then, he had a lot more to lose because there was probably that much more of a, like, wealth gap between the two. I don't uh-huh. know if that's, like, they were in, you know... I mean, she was a stripper. Yeah, and he was a businessman. Uh-huh. And even though now we see Nini's making more money than Greg, I think their incomes are probably... You know, significantly closer. different. Or he would at least be able to support himself if she were not there. 
back yeah. 17 years ago, would Nini have been able to support herself making an honest living if no. Greg hadn't been there? I don't think so. No. So no. I don't know. It's a lot on the table, but. Yeah. So the next thing we see is Nini and Greg meeting with Tiffany, and Tiffany is late to the meeting. Mm-hmm. I was like, excuse my French, but bitch, get it together. Like, why are you late? Like, obviously, there's all these issues with them. Like, why are you late? That's I, I just I, inexcusable to me. Like, and I understand there's traffic and stuff, but, like, this lady is already, like, mm-hmm. on their last nerve. Like, why do that? And this lady, I mean, she came in with a little bit of an attitude, though. She did. And she was just like, why the F would you fire me? And I was just like, child, you don't know what you got yourself into. I wanted to close my eyes. I felt so bad for that girl. She looked like she was going to cry. Well... I would have too. Like <laughs> Nini, like berates you for ten I minutes. I would have cried. Nini berates you for ten minutes, mm-hmm. like, and rightfully so. Like it's not like Nini was attacking her personal character. She's just like, I don't see anything from like you. You're saying that you want, I you say you're saying that you're planning my wedding, but I don't see anything. You're wanting to go ahead with these design plans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, production. That's like that. It's, it's going to be so easy. And Nini's like, I don't even know what my wedding's going to look like. And then she was like, Oh, I can print up those sketches for you tomorrow. Why don't you come with them today? Because you don't have them. That's what it is. And if Nini, if if this woman isn't like the person who has sketches and stuff like that, and but Nini's your client and asking for it, you're in a customer service business. Like provide her the service that she wants. It's ridiculous. So stupid. So dumb. I just think it makes Tiffany look like a fool. Yeah. Which makes me feel bad for her because I know that this is her living. And it's her platform to, like, be on this show to, like, get more clients. And I think that's probably why she wanted to do it, it, too. She looks like an idiot. She really does. She does. (laughs) Poor Tiffany. I know. It makes me sad for her, but also it's like, if you knew where you were coming on a reality show where people are already going to be judgmental, Uh why not come with your best foot forward? So... It, it, I just I wrote this down. I was like, this lady wanted to come for Nini, but I didn't think she knew who she was coming against. Oh, most certainly not. Mm. What did I write? Oh, nothing. Yeah. No, I, I wrote that I, I was a little uncertain at the end because obviously Tiffany like stormed out, and then the viewer knows, and based on all the like legal stuff that's going on now mm-hmm. with like Tiffany suing her. Yeah. If you don't know that, that's happening. <laughs> Um, so obviously we know that things didn't work out, but when she stormed out of the, um, you know, hotel or wherever they were, yeah, it, it wasn't really like definite, like, okay, you're fired. We're moving on. So and I was a little uncertain about that, but then obviously we see, you know, that Tiffany just never contacts her again. And then of course we see that Nini is hiring a new wedding planner and then Nini, Marlo, Diana, Cynthia, and Lexus get together at Cynthia's house for a little game, for a little lunch, I guess. And for Nini to update them that she no longer has a wedding planner. But we need to talk about a little sunglass situation. We need to throw shade on her shade. Like you said, <laughs> while we were watching that, Michelle was like, she is so corny. She loved a corny idea. I was like, she does <laughs> love a corny idea. Like, I don't know a what it is. friendship contract. You pointed that out. Buying I had forgotten some, all about that. Buying some gas station sunglasses to be like, put these on when people are throwing shade. And the person who's throwing shade has to wear them for two minutes. I was like... But and then ironically, she kind of throws shade at Marlo by saying, "And Marlo, I know you're going to be the first one to throw shade. That's shade. Yeah, like, that is shade. Put your, put the glasses on yourself, <laughs> girlfriend. I mean, I just think it was like, and number one, I thought it was corny. 
if you want, and I thought it was her reaching to try to bring up the fact of like, oh, well, I know what happened in LA. Uh-huh. Like, I'm aware of like all the shade throwing y'all have been doing. If you want to like say that or you want to make it known and if you are truly on Nini's side and you want to tell these bridesmaids not to throw shade at each other, why don't you just come out and say, y'all, no shade throwing. This is a happy event. Haha. And let's move and, on. And make- even like a quick little joke, like bring out your shades because you're going to put those on and that's going to protect you. Like, you know, yeah. something like stupid like that. But it I don't even just, know. I, I don't know. It's too, pl- like she plans for all this stuff and it's just like, just let it happen. Like don't, I don't Maybe know. Maybe she, she should be the party planner since she's got all these ideas. She's got a good idea, I guess. Like <laughs> She's bring- got all these party favors. <laughs> and then this, this line is the one that's going to like, I feel like it's going to hurt Nene in the terms of the lawsuit case. So she was like, uh, Tiffany was never fired. She just didn't come back to work. Mm. I mean, and we can see that from the show that Tiffany just like isn't responsive to her or like what we've seen filmed. Tiffany isn't responsive, responsive to her, but it's just like, I don't know. Well, I don't know if that would hurt or help her because if she's saying that she didn't fire Tiffany and Tiffany's arguing that she was fired, then there you are. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. Like I'm anxious to see how it's, it's going like to work. A, I mean, I think by it's gonna, default, I think it's just going to be like dismissed. It'll like, be you're dismissed. Idiots. Yeah. Like you're both stupid. Like stop wasting money on lawyer fees. Like just calm down and move on with your life and try to make a living, Tiffany. Hmm? Um, and then we <laughs> see that Cynthia recommends Tony Conway, who we see planned her wedding. Mm-hmm. And I love that Nene kind of threw shade. She was like, "Well." Tony, he has big ideas, but we're going to get him to that next level. So it was like, are you like throwing shade at Cynthia's, Cynthia's wedding, wedding a little bit? I mean, which I mean, we all can throw shade at that. We all threw okay? shade. Everyone watching in that moment was kind of like, no. Tony, come wait. Who? Just, yeah. <laughs> but I think it was because in this, I'm really not trying to throw shade. I'm just pointing out the obvious. It's I think the it's because, yeah, the budget. Yeah. I think Cynthia and Peter were on a very, their budget was stretched ultra thin. And Nene obviously has a million dollars to put towards this wedding. So mm-hmm. you give anybody a million dollars, they can have a freaking homeless man planning their wedding and it's probably going to turn out yeah. pretty fabulous. Besides a bunch of chairs, some lights, and a dinosaur. <laughs> Like that was shade. That was shade. Oh, was I'm that sorry. a read? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I like I like Cynthia. I really do. But that that yeah. wedding, like they didn't need to do that. Yeah. I mean, no. I'm glad that Tony came correct when we finally saw him. Because oh, at first, I was on. thinking, you know, I wrote down. I said, don't just don't go with a referral at this point. Just don't go with a referral. You've already seen that Tiffany is kind of screwed up, and now this Tony Conway dude. We saw what he did for Cynthia, and I was just like, uh, this might turn out negative too. But he came correct. But so. they showed up and. I mean, that's what you come with, like over mm-hmm. the freaking top, like mm-hmm. flower arrangements, stuff hanging from the ceiling, little crystals, like everything. I mean, he had all those mood boards behind him, stuff. This man knows what he's doing. Yes, good for him. And I was like, and I mean, you saw Nini's face, like it completely lit up with like walking into that room. It was just like overwhelming. I mean, I'd been, I'd been like crying probably. Like that's amazing. <laughs> and I love that he, she was just like, gay, honey, when planning something fabulous, they know how to do it. And I was like. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> and I like that they say about a half a million dollars for the budget. And of course, they're going to go over 400 guests. And then Marlo is appointed as the creative director. And I like that they asked her, they're like, are you, Tony, are you going to be able to work with Marlo? And he was like, I can work with anybody. I was like, good for you. You are a good man. And I just like the fact, I said this during while we were watching the episode. I was like, I like that Greg is so, like, he seemed so into it, like, with the wedding planning. Like, he just, I felt like he was, like, super happy with Tony. Yeah. It was cute. I don't 
know if he's necessarily happy with Tony. Not to say that he isn't happy with Tony, but I just think that he's like, okay, good. Finally, someone that Nene likes and that we can go with. Because he was also trying to get her to stick with Tiffany. Yeah. So I just think that Greg is trying to, like, get her down that aisle without having to sign a prenup. And lock it down. (laughs) And lock it down. And just, he wants to be married to Nene again. And good for him. That's cute. Yeah. I also would say about Greg, which I meant to mention this earlier, but um, I think it's, you know, interesting or nice. I don't know what word I want to use, what adjective I want to use there, but (laughs) we see him talking to Peter a lot, and I know his communication skills have been questioned throughout the whole season, and it's always like Greg is a poor communicator, but Uh I don't think he is. I think that he just communicates when and how he wants to. Yeah. He would rather communicate with his friend Peter. Whenever we see them together, he expresses himself just fine, but he doesn't want to have to sit down with this freaking um, therapist and Doctor. you know yeah. he doesn't want it pulled out of him. He wants it to be on his terms. So. Yeah, and I think Greg I think when he's for I think maybe whenever he's forced to be like you need to feel this, he's not. Yeah, he's gonna he's be not. like I mean, and that's I feel like that's with most men too, especially within that generation too. They're like, I'm not gonna feel things that you want me to feel. Like, yeah, calm down. Like, who are you? Take a seat. So it's like I like that. I think he is a really good communicator. Actually, like he he says his opinion. It's just like you got to listen. And yeah. I feel like sometimes Nene doesn't want to hear it. Sometimes. I just feel that way. And then we see, of course, that we end the episode with them talking about the prenup in bed. This is just like the ongoing battle that just won't end. And it's like, I'm glad they're at least having the conversation, but Greg got super passive-aggressive, though. He was mm-hmm. like, yeah, we'll go. We'll sign it. Whatever. I'm fine. And she was like, mm. mm-hmm. I would have been like, okay, good. That's it. Bye. Good night. Like, have a have a good night. I'm <laughs> sorry. Thank you for thank you for wanting to sign the prenup. But, I mean, Greg was just like, I'm not going to meet with uh, the lawyer to do my side, so you just do it. And she was just like, I mean, if I were her, I would just ran with that, been like, okay, I'm going to just give all the money to myself and you get nothing. Then he would have answered something, you know? Yeah. He would have wanted to go. But he didn't. Well, I mean, we definitely know one thing for sure. He signs it in the end. I mean, because so. they, they got <laughs> married, got so that's it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that I... do. You, let's move into some predictions. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. I'm going to predict that Diana is going to get her butt chewed off by Nene Nene next week because it looks like she is still bringing the problems. I don't know what it is with her. Like, why is she bringing all these problems with people? Unhappy with herself. Yeah, honestly. I think that's what it is. Do you Mm -hmm. have any predictions? Um, I predict that we may or may not see this on the show, but Marlo was probably a real diva and acted like it was her wedding when planning with um, Tony. Is uh, that do you thing, think, Tony? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do you think that that's what Nene was talking to her? Like, that one point where they show that segment, she was like, this is my day or whatever. Like, this is not about you. Is that, was she talking to Marlo? Or that's what I was, was wondering. Talking? Do you think that's who she's talking to? I don't know. I, see, I didn't see that, but I could just, I mean, we know Marlo's personality and I could see her, you know, going over. Yeah, and it would be good even when they too. were Even when they were picking out the wedding invitation, she's, she's like, like we like the crystals. Okay, do the, I'm like, whoa, whoa. We're gonna save this. People are gonna have this sitting on their counters. I'm like, all right, Marlo. Yeah, this but is not I your love wedding. Marlo, though. I did too. No shade thrown her way. She I needs like her. to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta. She does. Like, she needs to be like a full time member. She could even have her own show. I think she could carry her own show. Ooh, too much. I so. like that. Yes, Michelle. I Marlo like you and Michelle. On, yeah. All right, there we go. <laughs> I like that you're on board with that. But guys, thank you so much for watching. Please go to iTunes, give us a rating, watch back with us next week. I'm Jake Dupree. You can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Dupree and on Instagram and Facebook at Jake Dupree. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michelle Renee LA. We'll see you next week. 
From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.